Welcome to My Runner's Mind, where we run with gratitude towards a life of happiness and gratefulness. I'm your host, Stina Turgeon, and I believe that as runners, we're uniquely positioned to choose gratitude over negativity. Running itself is so badass, and each run offers multiple opportunities to turn a potentially negative thought or feeling into a positive one. Tune in as I'll share behind the scenes of what goes into my 12-week program, My Runner's Mind, which is mindset and spiritual coaching for women runners who know that they're ready to shift away from the shoulds and ought tos in their running routine and replace them with want and desire to live a happier and more balanced life. Are you ready? Let's go! Hey friends, runners! Maybe you're dreaming about becoming a runner. Maybe you ask yourself if you're really a runner. Either way, welcome to episode 103. The inspiration for today's episode was from my own life and training, of course. I was reflecting on the changes I'm making to my running by adopting Zone 2 training and 80-20 running. If you're a regular listener, you've heard me talk about this a lot lately, and even more so if you're in my running community on Facebook. I'm adopting these approaches because I know that these changes will have a lasting impact on my running, both my joy of running as well as my running economy. Let's be real though, they're not quick fixes. And we all like quick fixes, don't we? You're probably looking at months, maybe six or even more before you reap the rewards. So essentially, I'm trading short-term wins, satisfactions for long-term gains. It's hard settling for that, especially if it feels or when it feels demoralizing that your time is getting slower and you're walking more than you ever thought you'd have to. So I wanted to record today's episode for all of you, because I know so many of you are on this journey with me, having also decided to change your running to an 80-20 focus or zone two focus. Now let's talk about a key active ingredient that makes runner A more successful than runner B in implementing, for instance, 80-20 running. What might that be? Trust. Trust is the active ingredient that I'm referring to. Trust is a variable that determines if you'll be successful at running most of your runs at easy effort or not. We must trust that the process will work even if we have no proof of our own yet. That's really hard. So we look to the future and we try to predict it. It reminds me of a Lao Tzu quote, which goes like this. If you're anxious, you're living in the future. End of quote. I like this quote because the part after that reminds us that, quote, if you're at peace, you're living in the present. End of quote. And so trust is believing that something will happen even if we don't have proof that it's happened before. I think developing our trust muscle is one of the hardest muscles to strengthen because it's all mental and it requires self-discipline, which is really hard. And it's a very singular pursuit. One of the most gratifying things that I have become aware of 
has been to recognize that when I'm in a hurry and pushing and forcing results, I'm actually living from the outside in. What do I mean by that? It feels like I'm in a space where I react to things and easily get wound up negatively over results. It's a space where I lived a big chunk of my life because I didn't know any better, truly. And you might be in the space yourself. So if you are, I'm glad you're here listening. On the other hand, when I allow things to happen and I show up and do my part in making them come about, then I'm in a whole different energy. One that's trusting and allowing The opposite to needy and graspy energy of trying to have results happen now or yesterday. So achieving a goal, I think, can be both the most gratifying thing to work for, as well as the most frustrating and humbling experience. And they're really two sides of the same coin, right? Gratifying because it's exciting to feel that you're excelling towards something you desire, yet frustrating and humbling because when will you get there? And therein lies the problem, our need for a date of accomplishment or achievement. We've all experienced having to exert physical and mental effort towards something. And have you noticed how, as long as you know for just how long, whether it's five minutes, like a five minute interval, or one week, or two months, or four years, you get the point. It's doable to exert this mental and physical energy, right? It's doable because we can pace ourselves, right? We do that by saying T minus however long we've put into this effort. We are a somewhat controlling species, right? Our need to know when something will come to fruition, I mean. So I want to share something that I learned a while back and that was actually what came up and triggered this idea for this podcast on a recent run. I once learned about what's called the law of gestation. It's a natural law, which, as you may imagine, as the name says, has to do with incubation and gestation periods. So think about, for instance, planting flower or vegetable seeds. For instance, I'm getting ready to plant some edible flowers for our Airbnb guests. And right on the back of the pouch, it tells me from sowing to the flowers actually being ready to pick is about 65 to 75 day of time span, I guess. So I quickly figured out that by August, my retreat guests will be able to sprinkle colorful flowers into their salad, right? Similarly, for a human fetus, we know generally about 40 weeks, give or take a couple of weeks, of course, and so forth. You get my, you get the gist. We rely on deadlines to gauge how long something is going to take. And we use it as feedback then to pace ourselves really to calm our nerves as we wonder when this thing will happen or even to boost our confidence in the process right even though finishing for instance a bachelor's degree takes about four years we get that and we pace ourselves accordingly finding the 
patience to put in the work. Often repetitive, sometimes monotonous work, day in, day out, and recognizing when we feel impatient that good things take time, this requires trust, right? And brings me back to to the topic of the of the podcast, right? We trust in the time frame that it'll all work out. But what about when something doesn't have a gestation period or a time frame, as you might call it? Then what? How patient are we then? Let me ask you, how trusting are you of embracing 80-20 running or a zone two running, runner friend? How trusting? Do you trust that you, you'll be able to do it? The only thing keeping us from doing it is our lack of trust in it or our second guessing it. So what do we do? As the Lao Tzu quote mentioned earlier says, having our gaze fixed on the future creates anxiety, but looking in the rearview mirror to the past for bygone accomplishments creates depression then instead fixing our gaze at the present creates peace. Tuning in to our run and trusting the process brings with it a sense of peace and calm. How would your runs feel if this was your mental approach to when worry thoughts start to chatter in the back of your mind, runner friend? So to bring it all around, I share today's episode with you to help you develop your trust muscle in trying something new. To show you that you're not the only one feeling a lack of trust and that we can continually choose to commit, to recommit to trusting in the unseen, to trusting in the, in the achievement that will happen in, in, the, in some future. Maybe it's zone two running for you. Maybe it's a longer distance than you've ever accomplished before. Maybe it's not even running related, but the process is the same. So I'm always curious what works for you, runner, friend, listener. Reach out, send me an email or send me a DM. If this episode resonated and inspired you, please share it and leave a review. All right, my wish for you this week is that you run happy. See you next week. All right, I have a special announcement before I jump off. I have six spots left only for this summer's Running Aligned Body and Mind Mindful Running Retreats. Two are in August and four are in June. And this is summer of 2023, if you're not listening in real time. So, If you enjoy listening to this podcast, you're ready to feel happier, more confident, and empowered while running, I invite you to join me this summer at the Running Aligned Body and Mind Women's Retreat right here in North Central Wyoming at the foothills of the majestic Bighorn Mountains. I'll personally work with you to help you take the chore out of running. The retreat will teach you that running can be a vital an enjoyable part of your life. But most importantly, a five-day in-person experience will help you connect to you. 
All right, to learn more about the retreat, see the link in our show notes. So if running is our practice ground and we can turn every experience into fuel, then we can transfer it to the rest of our life and positively impact our whole world. Just one run at a time.